1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: Hi, my name is Jamie Tokla and I was just on Me, Her, and Everything Else podcast with Stephanie Koka at Dairy Local, talking about sickle cell and how it affects...
0: Us warriors. Hey guys, how are you all doing? Welcome to another episode of Me, Her, and Everything Else with your girl Stephanie Koga Nokum. I hope you're all doing well. Thanks for all the love. You guys are always showing love, and you know we love you here. So today's episode is going to be a very special one. It is in honor of World Sickle Cell Day, and I'm here with one of my amazing warrior friends. Timmy, Hi. how are you doing? Hi, Hi
2: I'm great, how are you? Good, you look lovely. Thank you, so do you.
0: Thank you. So you were obviously diagnosed with sickle cell from birth. Right? Yeah. And just tell us a bit about the journey so far being a sickle cell warrior. Um. Well, as you know, like both my parents, the AS and
2: AS, so... I'm just gonna go a bit on how cell, like how you get it. Yeah. So it's basically one S from my mom and one S from my dad. So coming together, that made me a cell warrior. But I mean, you know how growing up people like, you know, like talk to you like, Oh, she's Abiku, cool. she's like is like where we're from is basically like, Oh, she's gonna die. Mm-hmm. Basically, that's how people see it. So Growing up, I didn't really grow up so much in Nigeria. So, but while being in Nigeria, I felt like it was just too much of people saying, "Oh, she's sick today. Oh, you're gonna take her to hospital. She's sick tomorrow. Are you gonna take her to hospital?" Mm. But then I left, and then I went to the UK, and then it's different. But if we're talking about like pain-wise, it's it's hard. It's been hard. I, I was I started having pain at two years old when I was two. So literally when the pain starts, I Can start you to describe
0: get, the type of pain?
2: Um, I'm gonna try. It's hard because to it's, describe the mm-hmm. pain, but I could say like like when you get a nail and you're trying to like hit a wall, like trying to like
1: mm-hmm.
2: like hit a nail. That's that's how it is, like on your bones. It's like repeatedly and that person is not stopping.
0: That's how it feels, constantly. Yeah,
2: constantly, yeah. if And it could go on for days, it could go on for weeks. Sometimes I'm in hospital for like a month because I'm still having that pain Mm -hmm. every single day. And like, you're always like popping painkillers. So I'm always on pain. As I'm here now, I've got my painkiller because anything could happen. So I came with my painkiller. So you're never like painkillers free. You're never pain free. As I'm sitting here, I'm not pain free, but it's bearable. Sorry, it's bearable no, it's okay. for me, but yeah, it's just pain basically. Like, do you? Would you like say? Do you resent your parents? Okay, that's a good question. Um, actually, I've never resented my parents for having sickle cell, but there was a time I was really, really
1: sick. Sorry. Do we have tissue? it's okay by the way
0: like if, if you cry if i cry it's okay sorry, sorry. It's, okay. <laughs> it's okay guys I so thought this is this is um gonna be a very emotional episode so maybe you should also get your tissue um yeah yeah because this is a real this is a real real life. This this is something that women and men, uh, young ki- boys and girls are going through. Um, and I'm just so grateful for Temi to open up and share her story with us. So you're going to have to bear with us because we're going to have a couple of moments. Um, so, yeah, um, I was so
2: sick and I was pregnant with my son. And I literally, like, said to my mom, I was like, You're the reason, like, I have this sickle cell. I wish you didn't give it to me. Like, you're the reason I'm suffering. Like, I would never say that to my mom on a normal day. And it's not me. Mm -hmm. So I I literally resent, like, I hated her so much because the pain was so much. Now imagine being pregnant and having so much pain Mm -hmm. that I couldn't get up. I couldn't do anything. I was in hospital for like a month. And I was pregnant. I was, Are you hormonal as
0: well? So,
2: exactly. So it was everything going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, can you take this baby out? Because it's too much. It's too much pain and everything. So yeah, that was the only time I've ever like, you know, really? said to my mom, like, I wish you didn't give this to me. I just want to die. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. I have those moments all the time. The moments where I just like, I just want to die. It's too much. Blah, 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 blah. And you know, because it's you know that day I was speaking to you, mm-hmm. I was telling you it's hard. That that's what I could say about sickle cell. It's really
0: hard to cope with. Yeah, and you know, I, I I went to primary school with um a girl. She was Nigerian, and um she had sickle cell, and we just noticed um that she just she would have crisis a crisis. That's, yeah, that's a crisis. Clear. That's yeah. what it's called. Yeah, and. It's just, she's just being so much pain and then she just wouldn't be in school. And we all be like, Oh my gosh, is she okay? Then that's the first time we actually learned about sickle cell. And you know, they said, okay, it affects mainly Afro Caribbeans and African, um, people. And it just seemed like, okay, wow, this is something that is so like, it has such a, it takes such a toll on one's life that why is there not like a cure yet? Or why is it not? It's isn't like there's anything really being done um, about treating this, uh, but 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 do you feel like it should be there should be more focus on the prevention?
2: Yeah, well, there is one major cure. It's called uh, a bone marrow transplant.
0: Yeah, I but that. that is not
2: for everyone. That is not for everybody because, aside the fact that it's expensive, mm. it's got a lot of risk to it. It's like. You have to go through chemotherapy. It's a major surgery. It's not something you just go in and come out. It's something that takes time for you to decide you want to do. Mm. And the pain that you're going to go through by doing the surgery, the chemo, like losing your hair, not being able to eat. It, you can't come back from a bone marrow transplant until about six years. That's what I heard. That's from the people that's done it. And truthfully, I've not seen anyone come out of it. I've seen people die from it, but I've never seen anyone come back from it. So I've never actually wanted that option. But aside that, there's nothing else. Not like cancer, Not no offense to any cancer patients. Mm-hmm. There is a cure. There's so many things for cancer, but just not
0: for sickle cell. And like, do you think that's because it mainly affects black people? I think so. I think it's because it's just black people. Mm. And do you think the reason why there hasn't been a cure per se is because it's a sickness that affects many black people?
2: Yeah, I think so. I agree with you because mainly it's abroad looking for like cures, looking for treatment there's so many treatments for sickle cell, don't get me wrong. Mm. But it's not, there's no major thing like where somebody would just go in and say, okay, uh, okay, there's a cure. But then I also feel our own people aren't doing so much about it.
0: Mm. I
2: think they're living it to other people. The Western to do, world. Exactly, to do it When it, for it doesn't them. really affect them. Exactly. But then that's, that's, that's the thing. I feel like because of this, we're treated badly. Like, I don't know if you know, but sickle cell people are treated not good in most hospitals, really? even abroad. Yes, yes, like yes. What,
0: when you say treated badly, is it the way like they maybe like attend to you? The, the Yeah, the there's, communication?
2: There's, there's, there's racism, there's discrimination, there's in terms of pain medication. If I was in a room with someone who had cancer mm. and we're both sick mm. and I needed painkillers, they would attend to whoever had, you know, has cancer first before they come to me. So it's like a constant fight of asking for what you really deserve. Mm. So you're going to hospital, you're asking, oh, I'm in pain. Can I have painkillers? And you're not being like, you're waiting for like two hours, three hours, four hours. And you're just there because they think, oh, she's black. She's here for the meds. Mm. She wants to get high on the meds, things like that. Really?
0: So it's, it's yeah, yeah, that's what I'm I'm telling you. That's what happens. Do you think maybe because um, they also can't really, they don't, you know, if you're Caucasian and you don't have anybody that has sickle cell because you hang around with Caucasian people, they can't even really understand, understand. the pain. And I think maybe it's being played up. Exactly. Yeah, I think I think that's in the mix as
2: well. They, they don't have people that have sickle cell in the western world Mm. so they don't understand like how much you feel or Mm. how you feel you're just being treated by the books basically Mm. so if the book says oh Tammy is in a pain over 10 and this is how she should look Mm. so the doctor comes and expects you to look what the book says but I'm looking what my body says Mm. so they come and if you're not you know looking what the book says they tell you oh it's not real oh we can't give you painkillers oh we can't do this so it's a struggle. And I think the struggle wouldn't be if our own people right. like literally trying for us, trying to put everything out there. Like, this is how they feel. This is how we should be. Mm. You know, it's not by the books. Yes, we understand you went to school, you studied medicine for years, but then I feel the pain. Mm. I know what's wrong with me, but you know, you don't listen.
0: What about this about prevention? Because you know, there's been a, there's always been this like conversation around people getting married and they know knowing fully well they're as and as um and and they're deemed as being kind of like selfish and not thinking about their children. What what's your take on that? Because you like you now you're well you're married. Yes, I yeah, am. and um, so you're a you're SS, sorry. Yeah, I'm SS, and. Would, would you have married somebody that was AS? Would that be an option for you?
2: I mean, looking at the pain I go through, no. Mm. It would never,
0: ever be an
2: option. But if I had money, loads of it, it would be. Because yeah. there is pre... It's called PGD, yeah. pre-implantation diagnosis. I think that's what's called. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah,
0: pre-genetic testing. I think pre... Like that, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. That's what it's called. So they, like, take out the... You know, genes. I don't have sickle cell, and put it back just like IVF, mm-hmm. and all. so. Yeah, that's the, there's an option, but it's expensive. Yeah, and aside's been expensive. You are, you have to go through the needles mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So it's not it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? So there's so many people in my DM saying, "Oh, I love this guy. It's AS. What do you think from your point of view? Should I be with him?" I'm like, "No, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I say no first, and then I go, but." You can do this, this, this and that. Mm. But to your question, I would say no, please do not, AS and AS, do not get married. I'm saying it again, please do not get married and check your genotype. A lot of people don't know their genotype stuff. Like I have people in my day, they don't even know what their genotype is. So people go go and get married without even knowing, you know, if I have a friend, she just found out she had sickle cell at what, 30? Because all her life, they've lied to her in Nigeria that she's AA. And how did she find out she was pregnant? And then, you know, all this testing that we're doing that mm-hmm. they do to make sure your child does not have the, and then she found out she was sickle.
0: How is that possible? Is it possible for your, um, cells to mutate? Like No, your... she's always had it. She's just,
2: it's just a thing. So now they're a different type of sickle cell. So there is the SS, there is the SC, there is SB. And there's, I think, CC. So they're like about four or five different types. So mine, which is HBSS is the most serious one out of every, out out of all of them. So she found out she had the HBSC. HBSC.
0: Okay. Yeah. HBSC and
2: the SS. Okay. So HBS is also sickle cell, but Mm. just a different type. And they don't get sick as often as we do. Okay. But
0: when they do, it's really bad as well. So, like, did do you know if she'd ever been sick? Like,
2: you know, because she's my friend. She's, you know, had uh bone pains and everything. Okay. But you know, in where we're from, they call it. I'm trying to remember the Yoruba word they use for it. They call it romanticism. I don't know or joint joint or something like that. Like, okay. there's a name for every like <laughs> when you get a bone pain. There's yeah, this women this like all, our mothers. They have names for it. So. They called it like romanticism or something all her life. So that was her just thinking, okay, maybe it's just normal like bone pain. I'm just tired Mm. for no reason. And everything started making sense because when she wanted to have a baby, she was in labor for two days. And I was wondering, why are you in labor for two days? And eventually they had to do a C-section. Okay, So it was from there I was thinking, okay, maybe something is wrong. You know, and everything. And she was like, Oh yeah, she opened up. Okay. I have sickle cell, blah, blah, blah. So it can, it can happen. And that's from people not even checking their genotype, mm-hmm. not knowing. And now imagine if her, her husband was AS. Yeah. So now the child would have been,
0: could uh, have been like, like
2: either SS or SC or whatever it is. So I would just say people to check their genotype before even thinking about marriage. Because in Nigeria, I'm not even joking, people aren't checking their genotypes. Mm. Then not everybody just assumes I'm AA. I've never seen it before. When I came to Nigeria, what's your general I'm AA. Did you check? No, my mother told me I'm AA. But okay. I mean, please check your genotype.
0: (laughs) Wow. Yeah, yeah, so people... Sorry, this is just a lot because... um, You know, you see, when something doesn't happen to you, you don't know anyone that has sickle cell, like, firsthand, it's easy to just be like, oh, okay, yeah, sickle cell is a disease that affects these people. That's so sad, and you can feel sorry for them and things like that. But it's it's not something where, the way you're describing it is not something that you just feel like once in a blue moon. It's your everyday life. So, for example, you're married, you're a mother. How is that, you know? You said that you're in constant pain, and you're having to do things that, every other human being is doing and sometimes we're even grumbling about that even just getting out of bed but for you how are these activities you know being a wife being a mother um you have business as well running a business how, how are these activities
2: um
0: so we're very very candid and honest it's hard it
2: is very very hard being a mom is you like you get. know how it is it's so difficult like even to get a bit this morning my husband's like stephanie was is so special to you and i'm like she is and i'm gonna go like getting up in the like early in the mornings are so hard oh for gosh. me like literally i like to sleep because i don't sleep at night mm. I, I get pain through the night and it's worse at night
0: you know what? Going back to you, your husband said that um, Stephanie must be really special to me. Tammy's actually really special to me actually because I met her on a flight and we were about to... Oh my God, I'm going to cry. I was pregnant and I was leaving... Nigeria, yeah. and yeah, so I was like, find. I don't know. I was holding my laptop, and then I was pushing my thing, and I was like, pushing my belly as well. And I was like, oh, and then I was also hiding from people. Like, I hope nobody sees me. And then she's like oh, do you want to help? And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, please. And she helped me all the way onto the plane, and we were talking. I, I don't know if we were talking in the lounge. I can't remember. In that. the lounge. Yeah, in the lounge. We were, we were talking in the She was helping with my bag, and I was like, oh my gosh, she was such a sweet soul. And then I, when we were on the plane, like we spoke, and then when we, when I landed, I was telling my friend and my mom that, oh my god, I'm so happy that I met this angel like I met this human being that helped me and that's how we became friends we and then, became friends yeah and then um, then she told me she was pregnant she, and then I was like you don't knowing you not know was she was pregnant, pregnant when she right was there. helping me yeah. and I was like oh my god this is so beautiful so you know yeah, but yeah, that's, thank you so much for coming. And yeah, yes, I just saw your husband knows why you're no, 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 you no, able to no, get no, out of bed. Like, we're so appreciative. Um, no, it's fine. It's but I mean, fine. yeah, as you but were saying. Yeah, yeah,
2: it's, it's hard. Just like, I need help all the time. I need so much help with my son. It's not easy. Sometimes I cry because. It's okay.
0: Because I can't do so much for my son. But you're doing you know the thing is that, right? Every every mum has mum guilt. Even even if you don't have any like any type of um, syndrome or disease, yep. mums are just like this once you pop that baby out, it's like, oh guilty, I, I ran away from my child for five minutes to have a coffee. I'm guilty. So I think he's just heightened with you because of what you're what you have to deal with. Yeah. But your son is so proud of you, trust me. When he grows up, he's gonna be like, Wow, my mum is a warrior. Like she she was able to do this and, you know, still raise me. Like, and I know that you're, you're gonna, you're gonna do so well as a mother. Like your son is, don't Thank worry you. about that because you have such a good heart. And I know, I know, I totally, I I, I try, I would love to try and just really get into your head but i know as a mom like how hard it is to be a mother so when it makes you want to break down and cry just know that you are so special and for you to have even given birth do you know like how strong you are because even you telling me about your birth story you you were pregnant you had the baby and then you both contracted covid yes we did yes
2: um my son was uh, a month old, like one month and we were still in hospital because I couldn't leave because I had a crisis. It it wasn't time to have my baby yet. But because, you know, like, to even conceive when you have sickle cell, it's hard. Mm. So when I conceived, it was so much a surprise to me because I know, like, you have to keep trying to have a baby. And when you try, you get miscarriages before your baby actually stays. So having my baby, like, getting pregnant was a surprise to me and my husband because I pictured my mind like, oh, okay. I'm not going to get pregnant soon and then boom it just happened and I'm like oh okay thank god and then when my baby was about uh 28 weeks I noticed it stopped moving in my belly and then I went to hospital and the doctor was like oh no it's just that you know this is growing so there's no more space and all of that stuff and I'm like okay go home and then after 32 weeks was it 32 weeks I went back and like something is wrong like my baby is an active baby. Why is he not mm. moving? And then I had a crisis. It was so bad that I had to stay in hospital for weeks. It was so bad. So they had to like keep checking my baby all the time to make sure that he was okay. And then there was a day, I can't remember. I think they do this. It's what, what's it called? Ultrasound? Yeah. Yeah. And then the sonographer was like, Oh, um, your belly is going down instead of going up. And I'm like, What's that? What does that mean? That like, it means. That your son is not growing anymore, and I'm like, "What do you mean, my son is not growing anymore?" So, like, oh, don't worry, we're gonna do a special scan, okay? And then I went to do a special scan with my husband, and then the sonographer there was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you can't go home. The fluid in your baby is now like halfway, and we need to take the baby out."
0: is the thirty-two. I think it was the- thirty-two weeks or thirty-five weeks.
2: I'm not sure which, but. It was like th- it wasn't. It was like six, seven months there about, and I was like, okay. So we're gonna, we need to have this baby. And she was like, yes. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, okay. So why I asked, so why is it that my baby stopped growing? And then she's like, oh, because you have sickle cell. There is, you know, a chance your baby stops growing, the fluid to reduce, or for you to have a baby prematurely and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, okay, then. So I went. I had to have my baby through C section was painful by the way yeah. but because it's not as painful as my
0: sickle cell crisis so it was okay for me well and that's so that's crazy because I've had i I've had a c-section and it's painful anyone that's had a piece of c-section knows that that thing is painful but for you to say that it wasn't as painful no, as wasn't. your sickle cell just makes me think that your the pain you go through it's excruciating to the point that even just major surgery like a c-section pulling a baby out mm-hmm. opening up your womb your uterus it's, or whatever and sewing it back up is, is not as bad as no. living a day for living, having you know a so, sickle yeah, crisis yeah having a crisis
2: it's not that bad it was just like that to me of course i almost died because usually you shouldn't have surgery when you have sickle cell it's hard because then you lose a lot of blood right. and then that causes Christ. You should see me when I had my baby. I was like hooked to so many machines in my mouth, in my nose, in my face. Like you couldn't recognize it because it was so bad. I lost so much blood. My mom was crying everywhere. She was like, oh, she." I was like, oh, okay, yeah. But it wasn't as painful. But then after like three weeks, four weeks, and then they did a COVID test while we were still in hospital and I like, oh you got COVID and I'm like okay I started crying straight up because I'm like what we we had what she said COVID and then I just called my mom oh um they said Ruhan that's my son's name Ruhan has COVID and then my mom just like crying we all started crying it was tough it was tough because my son was just one month And, you know, you know how it is seeing them like putting needles in your baby. Mm -hmm. Literally one month, like they were just poking him everywhere. No, no veins, nothing like they had to scrape his head eventually to put a needle in because he lost blood from having COVID. So they had to like, you know, give him transfusions. I was also with, you know, drips, getting painkillers. I was hooked to mine and I was I had to take care of him at the same time. So now, I imagine having a crisis and
0: having to take care of my baby at the same time. Like, so people must really, because you know your stories. Like, yeah, like, I can't really fathom. Like, and also, nobody here can really understand the pain. Even if we want to say, okay, well, we sympathize with you, but do you even want the sympathy from people? Because people will just say, oh, so sorry, Belair. Like, so sorry it's happening to you. But like, what what can people do to actually really help? People that are going through the sickle cell.
2: Okay. Um, one thing we warriors hate the most is sympathy. Like, don't... Uh, sympathy and pity. Like, pity. pity. Yeah. Mm. Don't pity me. Like, I, I I know I have this illness. Yeah. So what you can do is just, oh, okay, how can I be helpful to you? Um, do you need anything? How is the... Like, how is the pain? Do you need me to rub your legs? Do you need mm. me to... Like massage it, stuff like that. Because trust me, Stephanie, people are so insensitive. Like, especially when you have pain. I've had, you know, people tell me just try and hold it. Like, yeah, try and you, hold you know,
0: it. You know, in Nigeria, people always, always want to like suffer and smile. So, like, exactly. oh, just, You know, just try
2: be strong, mm-hmm. be
0: strong, and try to be strong. Yeah. Try and hold.
2: It. Am I not trying to be strong? Mm-hmm. I am, mm-hmm. but I can't. Like, it, it's so bad that when I was in hospital the last time, I I hide how my pain is. It's it's so bad that if I'm in pain, like I'm talking to you right mm-hmm. now, I'm in pain at maybe like a five over 10. And this is how I am. This is how I've been masked to, to hide yourself. my pain because I don't want to look like I need pity from anyone yeah. that will say, oh, you're not even strong. Look, there's, there's someone that said to me before, oh, you like to abandon your, abandon your child at home.
0: Oh my God.
2: people are so insensitive so i just think if you don't have anything nice to say do not say at all do you get what i mean like oh my god like how do you say that to someone okay
0: okay so
2: like i had to tell my doctor i was like you know what i'm going home and he's like why what happened you're not even okay yet so why do you want to go home and I had to tell him like someone came and said oh I like boy. to abandon my child, and I'm just like what? And he's like, why would they say that? Do they think it's easy to be mm-hmm. here, Stephanie? I go through injections daily, painkillers daily, so many things, and then you come and then you tell me, oh, you just like to abandon this yeah. child, and it's it's bad. It's so if I start saying the things people say to oh me, you would. You wouldn't like it. You wouldn't oh, like it. It's really bad. I
0: actually can't believe this, but okay. So I don't want to dictate my crying, it's gonna make me cry even more. Please um, don't cry. I just feel like I, I just I'm lost for words. I can't believe it. I was actually gonna ask you about marriage, um, and how Yeah and how that's been because obviously being a woman, you know, mm-hmm. we're expected to do certain things and yes. we wanna do certain things, um, wanna be there for our husbands and stuff like that. Uh, just can you just give us like an insight into what it's like for some sickle cell patients? It was, no, sorry, sickle, sickle cell warriors. warriors. <laughs> um, <laughs> how it is being a wife from your from your experience, like because you're as it's, it's you're constantly in pain. So I'm yeah. trying to understand what you are able to do that you're not when you're not in pain, like walking or.
1: Um, what duties I have
2: bearable days I was not in pain but I do have bearable days but being a wife is hard as well shout out to my husband he's a really kind man he is sorry
0: did you ever (laughs) did you did you ever have a doubt that you would get married or you would find someone
2: um okay growing up because I grew up a Muslim um my religion you know you know, my religion helps me with my soul because in Islam we're we're told to look at things from God's perspective perspective, like okay. whatever I've given to you is a test and it's there's a reward for you in the hereafter. So what I'm going through is no there's thing. something waiting for me, like out there and um, like you know, wherever we go to when we die. So it it actually helps me to have like positive mind to everything so I didn't think I would never get married Mm. I knew someday somebody would come along I knew it was going to be hard but Mm. I knew somebody was going to come along because trust me I had people who didn't want to be with me because of my sickle cell I had men who said oh my mom said no and I had men I had a an ex that said oh I'm just scared you're gonna stand up one day and die on me (laughs) that was what he said that was his reason for breaking up with me so but I didn't think that I wouldn't meet my husband you know wherever he was at whatever age I wasn't in a rush either Mm. because whoever wants to be with me needs to you know be patient be kind know how to take care of me not too easy to get angry you know because there are times I can't do my duties as a wife and imagine just not marrying someone who's kind enough to understand mm. that oh uh, okay my wife can't do this I need to be understanding mm. do you understand what I mean so yeah I never thought that I wouldn't you know get married it's the kid part I I wasn't sure of right, but I was but... so sure I would meet someone one day okay. yeah But it's hard, trust me, because I have people in my DMs who ask me all the time, oh, where did you meet your husband? I can't wait to meet mine. Oh, people don't want to be even friends with me. So how will I even meet someone, you know, that would take me as I am? Because it's hard out here, Stephanie. It's hard. People don't have friends. People don't have people to look after them, Mm. which is why I'm grateful for my friends. They don't see me as my illness. They Mm. see me as me, Mm. as Tammy. Oh, it's Tammy, Like...
0: I'm just grateful, really. I'm grateful. Oh my gosh! And um, I said, th- you know, I was going to ask about something, but you know, I don't, I don't want to bring us. No, recipes, it's fine. Go ahead. But please. um, yeah, I, I, I know you, you lost your cousin. Oh yes. Um. To, and she also had sickle cell. Yes. Oh my God! You remember? Yeah, it means a lot to me. Oh yeah, no, because you know, for me, I just felt like wow, you know, this was probably like the person that could understand your pain the most in life. Yeah. Um, and that. I, that could affect you in the way it could, and you could tell us actually how it affected you because, you, as I said, it's your, it's like your partner in yeah. crime, so to speak. Yeah. yeah.
2: She was, she was everything to me. She was my sister. We're cousins, but like our, um, our dads are siblings. Okay. So she's like, we're like that, like, like best friends, literally. I look up to her. I look to her like she was stronger than I was. Like she, she lived in Lagos. I lived in the UK. She would, you know, the hustle and bustle of mm. Lagos life. She would do it. She studied law. I studied law as well. She went to law school. She finished and, you know, she got a job and everything. And I didn't know she was sick, which was the hardest part for me. I just got a call and they're like, oh, um, she's dead. And on that day, I was on the bus in the UK. I was going to the cinema with you know my siblings in the mm. UK and I just stopped and I'm like what like I didn't know what I was doing I just literally stopped I was like okay I need to go back home like literally I didn't know what I was doing because how would you just tell me
0: she died like just like that what what what? um I know you could just tell him I know what happened but you just tell him how it happened like how she yeah so um away.
2: you know after I got over my crying and my grief I asked I said what happened? Did she have a chest crisis? There are major factors that can happen to a, a sickle cell warrior that can take her life. Mm-hmm. So one of them is is called uh, acute chest syndrome. It's basically you having pain in your chest. You're not able to breathe um, and you need transfusions immediately. Like the pain literally takes you by the chest. And once it takes you by the chest, I think it's only God that can bring you back from it. So I asked, I said, did she have a chest crisis? They said, yes, she had a chest crisis. So what happened? Was there no transfusion? Was there no oxygen immediately? And they were like, oh, um, Nigerian hospitals were saying they were waiting for the blood to cool down. The blood was right there, but they were waiting for it to cool down. I'm like, cool down? I don't understand cool down. I'm like, oh, the, the blood was frozen and they needed to wait for it to Just warm up. And I'm like, they don't have what warms up blood because i don't get it they were like oh yeah the blood was just waiting there and she couldn't breathe no more and she just you know gave up she gave up and i'm like and it's so scary until now i'm scared of nigerian hospitals yeah, I don't blame you. because in the uk like you get like proper treatment like mm-hmm. you get the ambulance within 10 minutes five especially if you have sickle cell within like five ten minutes they're there mm-hmm. and when you're there if you have you know chest crisis immediately the ambulance gives you oxygen and they call the hospital tell them you're you know all those things yeah and in this that's why i told you i ran away from the hospital where i was it was really sad it was a sad thing for me and since then i've been so scared to have a chest crisis because every single time i'm just just like i don't yeah like i mean i don't want to die yet but God forbid. (laughs) I, you know, I say this to my husband and he doesn't like it. And I'm like, you know, if I go, just pray for me. And he's just like, say that you're not going to go now. blah blah. blah. Because of that, I have my own oxygen literally at home. Like if I'm flying, I need it. You know, you know where we're on the same flight, but yeah. like we were sleeping oh. and everything. You didn't see that. Like I needed to be hooked to oxygen on flights all the time. So like I bought my own just because of Nigeria and flights because they stopped giving it. I don't know why, but they stopped giving it. So like, just so I will not get the chest syndrome on flights or like anywhere that is a bit stuffy or anywhere that is, don't worry, it's fine. I see you looking around. (laughs) It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. But yeah, her death really (sighs) took a toll on me. I had high blood pressure. I was diagnosed with depression. I was on, I was literally popping tablets on, on, you know, high blood pressure. And it was so bad because I was sick for, I haven't come back from it, Stephanie. I haven't. Because since then it's I since then I've been sick literally every single day like of my life. It's hard. It's hard just not having that person you look up to. Yeah. And it's so better when you just have, have someone, someone who understands
0: yeah. what
2: you're going through. I mean, I'm grateful for my friends. They yeah. don't understand it so much, but some of them do. You know, there's some that would say, oh, tell me you're going now, make sure you have your painkillers in your bag. There are friends who, when we're going to cinema, they'll hold like the blanket for me, it's going to be cold, so come. But I also have friends who do not understand, who would rather, you know, like I could call you now and say, oh, Stephanie, like, I think I'm going to die, I don't know. And then I have friends who say, don't say that. You can't say that. But I'm just being real about what's happening to me right now. So but it's still not the same as... You know, having somebody who knows everything you're going through and that person being family. Yeah. And just knowing, like, they're gone. And every time I see her dad, it's emotional for me because, surely on my wedding day, if you see a picture, I I don't know if I still have it up, I was crying. It wasn't because I was sad I was getting married. It was because I saw him and I'm like, he would wish this
0: For for his
2: daughter. And she's not here. And it's just, it's still emotional for me. Even though I think she's gone about
0: three yeah, years now. So it doesn't
2: matter about the time. Yeah, but it's not easy. It's not. Okay.
0: okay, this is probably our most emotional episode ever, but most enlightening and an Can informative. I have more tissue, yeah, please do get more tissue. Uh but yeah, on that note to me, thank you so much for being so open and thank brave. You. And just really cause you know, a lot of people out there that don't understand the pain that... People with sickle cell go through and even people that have sickle cell, they will, they will be so appreciative of someone sharing their you know the pain that they go through so that others can be more sensitive and understanding towards what it is to to deal with sickle cell on a daily basis yes. and um, yeah but you know shout out to you girl you Thank are a warrior you. like Thank you, you for are so many things you 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 are you are you are a kind person you're a loving person you, you 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 are so fulfilled as well you're a mother so many people want to be mothers they want to be wives they want to be business owners, you know. They want to be cute. You want to be yeah. beautiful. Yeah, you want to have friends, yes. you know. So you have so much, you know. I and have, it's and just I'm yeah. And yeah, no, I'm I'm happy that you have been able to share your story with us, and Thank we are you. so grateful. Thank you so much, Timmy. Thank you for Thank having you me. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Thank you. Yes. Uh, round of applause for Timmy. Yes. Virtual <laughs> clap as well. Thank you guys so much for watching this episode. I hope it has been very enlightening for you all. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And you can follow Timmy, Timmy Flawless. Yes, that's me. Timmy Flawless on, on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. And yeah, and uh, we're sending so much love to all the sickle cell warriors out there celebrating June 19th yes June 19th yeah God bless you all and we'll see you next time on another
1: episode of Me, and Everything Else bye guys